Today, something is happening that doesn't happen too often around here. What's that? Well, we have a new headphone. Abyss mm -hmm. has a new headphone. We've kind of let, let it out of the bag not too long ago, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been out there in a few places, but Diana MR is now a reality. It's here. It's now. Starting it's September 1st? It's available. Available. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we got three cool looks here, but let's talk about this new bad boy, this, what new, this new Diana. Yeah, we got uh, a what number of things that we've built up to over time. We'll have a technical video in the near future talking more in depth about the details, but we'll go over like high level, what changed, how it compares to existing and outgoing models. Mm. Top priority though with MR, what is it? Portability, yeah. So we made it as low impedance as practical, and we tried to bump the efficiency up a smidgen. So it works very well with most portable. Um, you could even kind of get away with like an iPhone dongle and we'll have a video talking about that more in the future. Hmm. Yeah, we're going to do some dongle videos. <laughs> a dongle-a-thon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we thought it appropriate because yeah. of the use case of this headphone. Yeah, but so the, we tried a bunch. Yeah, where are we? Around 30 ohms with this? 30, 30 ohms. 30 ohms, yeah. Yep. So because of that, it'll be pretty portable friendly. It doesn't require a lot of voltage, which battery operated devices are tend to lack is voltage. <laughs> yep. So uh, it actually plays well with just about all, just about anything. We've tried it on a lot of things that things that we couldn't use before with our with a traditional Abyss headphone. Mm -hmm. Diane MR will play with them, and we're excited about that. We really are, especially at the lower end of things. We don't you don't need to spend thousands of dollars on electronics anymore. But critically, you could. It could still scale up just like any of the other headphones. Totally. Yeah. You could. It strikes a good balance yeah. because you could drive this off. A $30 dongle or something like that and it sounds great mm -hmm. um, one of the best headphones on the market for that price range and you could also plug it into a 10 20 fifty thousand dollar stack and it sounds better mm. again much one of the best headphones in that price range and that's really hard to do that's hard to do that's Very sort of the goal to make it work great at all ranges that hasn't been something we really focused on that hard before yeah um, but with this that was the goal to make it work on everything you plug it in and it works so that's Probably going to be considered the coolest Abyss headphone yet. We'll portable, see. portable friendly, really portable friendly, and it sounds good on just about everything. I mean, we we just got in some what ten dollar dongles that worked. <laughs> some more than that. Yeah. <laughs> Where, where'd you get them from? Uh, AliExpress. I just bought an assortment of dongles. And yeah. 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 They're well, mostly fact, like sixty bucks or so. But yeah, let's talk about the sound because that's what people really want to hear briefly because we haven't like sat at home for a month listening to this, right? Not yet. And we just finalized the driver a few weeks ago. So bottom line is that, to me, in my estimation, right, it's a fuller sounding headphone uh, in terms of just because it's working on portable gear and because a lot of portable gear we know tends to be, let's call it leaner sounding, doesn't have as much. Oomph as authority, a, as, yeah. yeah, as a desktop unit, yeah, uh, you know, and it's not like we made this thing boomy or anything. But the point is, is that it has a fuller sound in the in the lower to mid mid bass registers. Yeah, it's um, authoritative, I'd say, in the bass. Yeah, it's got a very like powerful foundation. This is sort of the lessons learned from Diana TC and V2, all rolled into one. And we should stress that too. We learned a lot in building Diana TC. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we did, we, we went, we went through, we rocked through a lot of iterations of driver design, um, yeah, a lot. And uh, we had two TC, we had our new test head, we had the, the new BNK 5128. Mm -hmm. So we were able to see much more granularity to frequency response, distortion, and other factors that we're looking at when designing drivers, you know, it's a, it was a whole different ball game. 
I mean, yeah, we didn't learn a lot, but the thing is, in uh, the diff completely different design goal of MR, we ended up essentially doing the same thing over again for its unique, you know, uh, circumstance. We did a very exhaustive approach on the driver design on this. We had different goals in mind from previous designs, so it took a bit more than I expected to get there. A bit. It's a very similar driver substrate to DynaTC, but we changed the metallization layer dramatically. In part because we wanted to hit a lower impedance. Yeah, and with that, it took a bit different design than we normally approach things with. Yeah, we well, add a little bit of mass to the driver, mm -hmm. you know, which, okay, that's fine. We could we could work with that. Because, it gives you desirable traits you know, in some cases, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Pros and cons. Yeah, but, but then again, you know, see, now we're adjusting that, so that's what gives you a little bit more of a full... We can use that to our advantage. We're looking for a little more fullness in the bottom end and so on. Well, we kind of knew that's the way it would go, mm -hmm. and then in the end it did. So it was like, oh, that was mm -hmm. cool. There was, yeah. there was revisions in there, but it ended up where we wanted it based yeah. on what we learned prior. And there's a lot that goes into the driver design with a planar magnetic. I mean, especially to get to this level, you know, where you're trying to do minimal distortion. In fact, we're, we're shooting for... We're shooting for distortion that was so low in this headphone that it hits the noise floor of our test set, of yeah. our test gear. Need to upgrade that. You know, yeah. Now, yeah. Now we got to figure out how to drop the noise floor of our test gear somewhere. <laughs> well, you need to put the booth in a booth. Yeah. On springs. We're at, let's see. We're at 25 dB at noise level in the yeah. booth. We got to get it down to 22. <laughs> so this basically is just a combination of many lessons learned over the years of making various iterations of Diana and other headphones like 1266. And we kind of put them all together in a product that I think makes sense for the price, the look, the design, and stuff like that. Uh, quite a few refinements and improvements. We decided to add a, more of a customizable look to this thing. And yep. these, these are the stock colors. And chances are in the future there might be more available. I'm sure there will be as mm -hmm. we work on these things. But bottom line is we have, uh, well, what do we got? We got carbon. Yep, so we got our standard woven carbon, and that'll be available in the same frame colors, all these, but with black leather. And then we have a wooden version that for now we're going to start off using just the Sapile wood. Same version, actually, that we have here in the wood stand. Um, I really like this wood. Mm. Case, case <laughs> yeah, everybody pretty, pretty much. We had to like, we got to pick one. Right. Yeah, for a lot right. of reasons, it works well. I think the wood's really cool. It's legitimately actually wood, which is a bit of a hassle to make work in this frame design yeah keith didn't like it yeah keith no. Like it. no the machine it's it's far too much work to well, put an insert in like that well that and uh, i mean we've we've been selling these three different color stands for a while now yeah. and yep. the sapile tends to be the most popular mm -hmm. so uh you know so yeah we kind of we kind of went that way Why it's a not? really cool grain pattern it's it's very regular it's got a cool uniformity look to it um i find it to be attractive coloration it works well with it the, looks the like wood. color it looks like wood. Yeah. You would look at it and be like, oh, that's wood. I guess yeah. you can see the uh, the stand as market research, right? Yes. Market research, right. yes. It's almost like we thought of this <laughs> yeah. ahead of time. Here's three colors. What's the most popular? Yeah. And then we have this carbon over here, which is like that carbon, but it's forged carbon. Forged Ooh, carbon. Forged carbon. Mm -hmm. So instead of the woven pattern, it's random strands stamped in. I'm told the invoice on that is quite high. It's for, shockingly for expensive. Carbon. I don't understand it's why it's so expensive. expensive material. I always yeah. figured it would be cheaper because it's like you just kind of – Smash it. It seems like it. Not woven. We, we did have some issues going with the forged carbon, though. It turns out they're not all made the same. Mm. There was a lot of them that are cosmetic. I think that goes yeah. for all the carbon fiber, though. You know what I mean? Oh, that's yeah. true. You all get different suppliers. Yeah. yeah. So so anyway, we narrowed, we narrowed that down. We yeah. tried right. all different suppliers, and we narrowed down to what looks best on the headphones. So we're, we're done there. Yeah. You know, and, and here they are. It looks pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. static, you can't really tell, but in the light, 
it dances, you know. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, presumably got B-roll, yeah. B-rolling right now. Yeah. And it looks pretty cool. It's got a little sparkle to it. It's almost like a, like a black diamond or something. Mm. Pretty neat. Well, going forward, too, we'll see what kind of crazy stuff we come up with. Like, we were planning on doing some crushed diamonds in one of these. So mm. We'll see how it goes. Well, as a platform, <laughs> it's interesting because we took the part of the headphone that didn't really have significant function mm. because inside, behind there, there's the bits that connect stuff. to the driver electrically and stuff. So it's like, it's the stuff that makes the headphone work. Um, so we couldn't drill holes through it, but we could put a little pocket in there and put stuff in. Yeah, that portion of the headphone, it was never open. It just looked like it because of because of the pattern we used to have on, we mm -hmm. have on the other Dianas. Yep. But yeah, so yeah, we figured what the hell in it. So it makes, anyway, it makes for a really cool aesthetic. And uh, combined with the different leather and leather colors and, and ear pad colors we have, um, we can make it look pretty cool looking compared to like, any other headphones out there. You know, usually you get, you buy a headphone from a particular brand, right? They all look the same. And that's cool because they all look the same. You know what that is, but you know, it's a little more personalized. It kind of follows suit from our custom shop we've been doing with Diana TC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, a little more personal. This could take the custom shop to a new level. Especially because now we're playing with carbon fiber and wood. And we're still setting up our new woodworking shop area. Oh, right yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not done. Yeah. It's bad enough we've got a CNC aluminum. Now we're going to be dealing with wood. It's very messy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and that's the cool thing about MR. I mean, it's got, it's got baked in thousands of refinements that we've done through the Diana series to this, to this level. Well, it's kind of like uh, new iPhones. Everybody's like, oh, they always look the same. But then like inside, completely redesigned. Yeah, this is a complete internal redesign, even though it looks very similar. Well, minus the wood or carbon. And Eric's like, done, I don't know how many hundreds of revisions on the machining process internally. So many. Yeah. 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 Which we'll go over in our technical <laughs> yeah. video. He right. wants, he's chomping at the bit to talk about. Well, that's why we need a technical video. <laughs> yeah, right. Because uh, you see these things, and you're always it. like, oh, it's like a slightly yeah. different version of what you had. Well, yeah. kind of, but also no. Yeah. If you saw the detail work inside, it's like a friggin' Picasso internally. It's, it's serious. I mean, if you consider a CNC making brush strokes, there's literally hundreds of changes to the strokes internally. Mm. Um, that, you know, that, again, set up all kinds of parameters that, you know, some of it is proprietary and some we could show you. So we'll figure, we'll, again, we'll go over that in the future video about the technical aspects along with frequency response and distortion measurements and all that good stuff to people that are interested in that stuff. But bottom line, they're available. Mm -hmm. Have at it. Email us. Call us if you have any questions. Uh, enjoy it, everybody. It's, it's an awesome Diana. Awesome experience. Mm -hmm. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Take care of yourselves.